listeners, it's November 13th, 6.51 p.m. is when we record this, and this is the Big Z Podcast. Welcome back, and we're talking football yet again. NFL football, of course, I'm referring to, although there was plenty of good college action this weekend. Um, LSU, Alabama, awesome game. Penn State, Minnesota, wild game as well. There's a few others, but those are the two that really stood out and shaped things up for the college football playoff. But we're not here to talk about college football. We're here to talk about the NFL today. And joining uh, uh, me, as always, is Barney. Barney, uh, your your Bears got me this weekend. Got the Lions, man. Yeah, I know the listeners can't see it, but I got a I got a grin right now. It's stretching mm. from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> uh, just you know after Dude. after those fifty five to like ten. Uh, uh, that was the wrong dog. That was my yeah, my cousin being ridiculous. <laughs> Um, if the lion, if Stafford plays, the Lions win that game. I think. Uh, yeah, different story. No, obviously no proof of that, but you could you could clear there. It was clear they were missing something there, and he he would have been the difference maker. Ah, but it, Mitch Trubisky, the Lions defense, man, <sighs> brutal. They made Mitch Trubisky look like a decent quarterback for a few drives in that game. <laughs> All right, I'm glad you I'm glad you kept that off with a few drives cuz I mean me watching that he just he played atrocious and I'm watching all these people from Chicago be like, "Oh, no, you guys are all done hating on him." And I'm like, "Dude, he threw for 173 yards versus one of the worst pass defense, not even not yeah, pass, it's been but bad. It's been bad for a us. Bad bad defense. And and it's like 173 uh, yards, that's your best fucking game? Yeah, it's it has not been good uh, for the Lions in terms of the pass uh defense this year for the large part. But well, they're going to turn things around in the second half. I, I know I keep saying it, but they really are. Uh, <laughs> even without Matt Stafford. I, I did like Jeff Driscoll. He, he runs a 4640, you know that? I mean, he, he's a quick guy. He just got hit. He's a big dude, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, so, th- I mean, there's something there they can work with, at least, which is all you can hope for out of a backup in the NFL for the most part. I really got worried when he was uh, making that last last drive there. I mean, I, I honestly thought, oh, shit, here we go. Here we go. We're going to lose to fucking Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> I mean, they got down to the 20 yard line. Yeah, right? it was close. I'm, I'm telling you for, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm yeah, yeah. Then the Lions ran a stupid crossing route with three seconds uh, that took off just a three yard crossing route that took off a bunch of seconds. And I, uh, it was just frustrating. It's frustrating to watch the, a talented team like the Lions have and continuously lose one score games. But. Um, uh, we want to focus on something here. Uh, I know Barney got a story. Uh, the survivor. So just my, my my survivor pool story really quick is that I'm in a pool with about 3,000 plus people. It's $30 an entry. So winner take all. That's $11,000, $12,000 about uh, when they total it all up. And we were down the last 68 people. 40 plus took the Saints. The Saints lose to the Falcons at home. About 15 took the Colts. That was me. (laughs) Brutal. And now there's only 11 people left in the pool or something like that. And it's just heartbreaking. We were right there. Really good spot to uh, try to finish out the survivor pool. And, man, the damn Colts lost to the Dolphins. The Dolphins, which was the survivor strategy all year, pick against the Dolphins. And now they've won two in a row. Just killer. But I also understand that you have a story, Barney, as well, about your survivor pool. Yeah, that was uh, just like yours. Uh, there's about like four thousand people to start off. It's for ten uh, ten thousand um, dollars, and we're sitting here week ten, and 
you know, I have my whole grid mapped out and I, you know, I, I chose kind of the, the layout of the year and who I was going to choose. And I usually just mirrored off of Cincinnati and Washington and Miami, <laughs> anyone who's facing those teams. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so uh, you were hitting me up. It was like 1130. You were hitting me up uh, about swinging by the tailgate. And I was currently closing out my tab from the night before at uh, – <laughs> At uh, Joe Daniels, the local spot for one of our friends' engagements. Shout out Carolyn and uh, Kieran. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm sitting there and I I just uh, closed out my tab. I get in the I I get in the car and I'm driving up north, and um, and all of a sudden I see you know and I'm 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 thinking I call my brother. I'm like, Yo, what are you thinking? I got uh, right now. I got the uh, Colts slated for Miami. I'm thinking about switching it to. San Fran, or not San Fran, I'm sorry, uh, uh, New Orleans versus Atlanta. And so <laughs> there's like 500 people left, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, you know what, I'm going to switch them. So I switch them over. I'm driving my my lady's in the car, and she's like yelling at me because I'm on my phone. You know, and it's, <laughs> it's at this point, it's like 15 minutes till game Why time. Why was she just driving so you could do all this? <sighs> Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I had to be the one driving, but whatever. <laughs> I, well, we won't go down that road, but anyway, I'm I'm going and uh, and I'm like, you know what? We're good here. New Orleans is gonna throttle Atlanta. Anyway, like ten minutes, five minutes before the game starts at noon, I get just like a Yahoo banner update, and it's just like Stafford out with a fracture, multiple fractures in his back, and I was just like, that's it. I'm switching them because I'm gonna hold on to New Orleans. I'm gonna switch them to the Bears. Oh so I man! Gra- so I so I grab my phone. I'm on Lakeshore Drive and I'm trying to <laughs> trying to switch it. Now she's really yelling at me. And she's like, "Just yeah, do it when you get home." Like I don't have time. That's not a great place to be on your phone, Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> no, not at all. But you know what? It, it came down to it, and I'm so glad I put it in because there, was, like I said, there was about 500 people left. Yeah, yeah. And right now there's. Literally the number sixty nine left. Uh, everyone picked just like just like you, the Colts in New Orleans, and and you know I'm sitting here. I'm st- I, 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 I'm staying alive, baby. It's meant to be, I think. I you know what it, the, the hard part is. I don't want to get my hopes up because if I do go all seventeen weeks, I have to do the playoffs, which is like yeah yeah yeah, which is the really hard thing because you can't choose a Super Bowl winner until the Super Bowl. You can't choose you know, so you really got to map it out, but. What if the Bears make a sudden run to the playoffs in the Super Bowl now? Are you are you screwed? No, 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 no. You, you get uh, it gets refreshed, so okay. you get to choose. Oh, okay, you okay, get to okay. rechoose them, but it, it's still That's like nice. a kind of difficult maneuvering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, you son of a gun! Yeah, I, I mean, I I uh, I just happened to to look at my phone when, <laughs> when like the little Yahoo update came in, and usually I don't really look at them because it's a different trigger, you know, a different alert mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. And so I was just driving, and I at that point I was just trying to piss her off because she already <laughs> yelled at me for, not, for looking at my phone. So I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to switch this. <laughs> and you know what? I would have cried. I, I mean, even if the Colts lost and New Orleans lost, I would have cried if if Jeff Driscoll was the one that buried me. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I know. Oh. I mean, if only. I'm, I'm glad you... You moved on your survivor, but I really wish you didn't because that makes Lions <laughs> on one. Oh man! So uh, speaking of that Bears win, it keeps them in their playoffs. Uh, it keeps the playoffs hope alive. They're the ten seed right now. 
Um, there's four teams ahead of them uh, to possibly make the playoffs. So we're just going to look at the playoff picture here and kind of just comment on it. So we're going to look at the NFC first here. The one seed, the 49ers. Did you watch this Monday night game, 49ers Seahawks? I mean, that, Great go- game, man. that, that goes to, uh, toe-to-toe with uh, – with Houston and New Orleans, like the first week of the season. Yeah, I think those are the another, best two games of the year. That's a great call. That's a great call. They have the 49ers uh, finally lose at home to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Did you see that stat? Um, Six and oh against teams that are eight games above 500 or more. Jesus. I mean, uh, the, if you didn't know this, uh, Russell Wilson, pretty legit, pretty good quarterback, <laughs> pretty good quarterback, pretty good. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> no, I uh, our listeners were pumped. I was sitting there at the edge of my seat because we had him at six. Yeah, and and I'm you know on that last interception that he threw like on the on like the two yard line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like son of a because he was running it back, and I'm like if I'm gonna lose, he ran it back here. a long way. Yeah, then he just kind of like gave up it seemed a little bit. I don't know what went on there, <laughs> but you know our listeners are happy. It all worked out in the end. And, hey, I said it from the beginning last week when you asked if the 49ers were going to go undefeated. I told you Seattle was going to win this game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a good matchup. Uh, Seahawks and 49ers always play really close. A big difference in that one, obviously, Robbie Gold being hurt. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he probably makes that last field goal. The The rookie kicked really well, three for three going into until that last kick in the fourth quarter where uh, he really shanked it. ILL. I and I, let's go, line I. <laughs> hey, the Illinois, Illinois has another good kicker this year, by the way. Uh, but yeah, that that guy, uh, Caleb McLaughlin, right? Yeah, so like um, yeah, from Illinois, uh, three three for four. I mean, not a bad game for him. But anyways, the 49ers still remain the one seed at eight and one. The two seed right now, the Green Bay Packers, eight and two, big win over the Carolina Panthers, close game. It's it's kind of cool to see snow on the TV already. Maybe it's not actually. I don't know because we also got snow in Chicago here, and uh, it hasn't been too pleasant. On the TV, it's nice. I just yeah. Don't when like, you watch on TV, it's nice. I don't like it when it's on my car. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like a record-breaking type snow we have go- and cold going on. It shouldn't be fifteen degrees. In early November. No, no. It, it, but but this is what it, happens in Chicago. If if it warms up by Thanksgiving, I'm gonna I'm gonna be all right with that though, because I need that galloping gobbler trophy. So uh, <laughs> you know all those turkey bullers out there. Oh yeah, man. Um, the Packers eight and two. Do you, do you think they? I I think you predicted that they win the division, right? So do you do you think they stay in this two seat? I mean, I want to say that they're going to go on a six-game skid so bad, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think they uh, Minnesota looked impressive versus versus Dallas, um, but yeah, I think the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers takes care of business. All right, man. Uh, so the three seed is the New Orleans Saints. Everybody, a lot of people have them had them pegged as the one seed. The way they've been playing, the way their schedule set up, nobody took into account them losing to the Falcons, including you. No, including me for actually the most part. I said they cover, but not a, uh, not actually win the game as thirteen and a half point underdogs. That's that's probably the biggest upset of the year. I mean, uh, that's just that's insane. Besides, uh, Evansville beating Kentucky in basketball. Oh my god! <laughs> what? 
I'm, I'm sure there's another few other ones up there. But yeah, that Evansville Kentucky game just wild. That Kentucky losing Evansville. Evansville was paid ninety thousand dollars to play Kentucky in Kentucky, and they beat them as twenty seven and a half point underdogs. You gotta love that. And, and the coach for Evansville is like they're the you like University of Kentucky was on the basketball team in '96. Yeah, won a he's like an All American or something. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of crazy to go back to your alma mater <laughs> and have po- possibly the biggest upset, a number one ranked team <laughs> versus Evansville. Yeah, man. And then uh, so the Saints, a three seed, can they overtake the Packers in that two seed? The 49ers in that one seed still do they still have a shot? Or is this team flawed? Uh, this is Drew Brees' second game back, only scoring nine points against the Falcons' defense. That's a that's a troubling sign. No? I mean, the Falcons' defense has been awful. Granted, they're coming off a bye, and they are a divisional rival. So maybe this is one of those weird games that they have. I mean, the, the Saints are super talented, so... Yeah, so so let me let me kind of backtrack here just because I want to make sure I, I said what I mean. Um... I do think the Packers are going to win the division. I don't know about them having the two seed or securing the two seed here. Uh, I I I would probably say uh, either the either the Saints or the Seahawks would take that. Um, I don't know. Just I don't I don't really like the Packers as a whole. I just just honestly just don't believe in Kirk Cousins to to take the division, and that's the only reason why I'm taking them. But. Uh, I I would think that Drew Brees comes back for the for the last six games or so and 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 gets things right. So the remaining schedule for the Saints, they are playing at Tampa Bay this week, and who knows what Tampa Bay team shows up? <laughs> who know, that team is all over the place, but it makes for an entertaining game. Um, then they're home against the Panthers. Then they are at Atlanta, where they uh have a lot of struggles. Obviously, Atlanta just beat them. Uh, then they are home against the 49ers. That'll be an entertaining game. That's got to be a Sunday night game for sure, right? It says it's slated for noon, but that, that that's yeah, definitely going to be that's going to be flexed. Then they're home against the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are really struggling. That should be a win. Brissett should probably be back, though, right? He should be back. Uh, but they're we'll, still struggling. We'll get, we'll get to the Colts in a moment. Um, Saints then go to Tennessee. Tennessee, pretty tough at home. They always play games uh, close. Uh, and then Saints finish at Carolina to end the season. Yeah, not the easiest schedule. No, not an easy schedule at all. Uh, man, uh, I'm I'm gonna say they are. They still get the bye because they are really good at home, and I think they're better than every team we just listed on that schedule besides maybe the 49ers. But the fact that that game's in New Orleans makes me think they uh, can pull that one out. Either way, I I'd still see a really good path for them being a top two seed yeah it, it does hurt a little bit that Marshawn uh Lattimore just went down I don't know if it's really significant or anything oh that's right but it that's just might point. be a week or two but uh I mean that that Saints D is gonna be just fine you know at least with uh with keeping you know Tampa Bay or those teams kind of in check yeah so the Cowboys are a four seed still they are tied at five and four with the Eagles right now for that division lead it seems like one team's going to make it out of the NFC East, Cowboys or Eagles. Um, Cowboys have the tiebreaker right now over the Eagles, but the Eagles still loom large. Uh, the Cowboys blew it. They blew it, man. Uh, we ruined for them to pull it out against the Vikings to so get knock the Vikings down a peg. Uh, 
But nonetheless, the Cowboys lose 28-24 to the Vikings in Dallas. That was The Vikings f- without Adam Thielen, too. Yeah, that was a pretty fun game. I mean, especially, game. especially yeah. that last drive. Uh, I, I mean, Dak was cooking. Uh, I don't know. About- what were they thinking on the last drive? Well, I They're mean, throwing all over the Vikings, and they do two draw plays up the middle to, with Ezekiel Elliott, which goes for no yards. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that oh. sequence right there, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was like four or five straight passes that went for you know, eleven to fifteen yards each, you know, uh, just methodically marched down that field and then just kind of shit the bed once they got in the red zone. They, yeah, they got down what the five yard line or the ten yard, the ten yard line, I something was, right there, yeah, five to ten yard line. They, they actually, I think it was the twenty yard line. Yeah. They threw like an eight yard pass. They had two yards to go. Oh, uh, run play for nothing. Run play again on third down for nothing. Then they throw an out route to Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't get Amari that. Amari Kubel, Randall Cobb, get Michael Gallup, all just uh, getting all over this Vikings secondary, which has been suspect all year. And they throw an out route. And and, and they threw <laughs> it to one of, the, one of the better coverage linebackers in the league in, in Kendricks yeah. from UCLA. I mean, I didn't get that at all. Very, very perplexing. Um, the Cowboys are left answering a lot of questions this week about that ending sequence. Deservedly so, because it made no sense. I, I think the Eagles end up taking this division. Still, I, I think they're going to get... They have been really banked up. They're going to get healthier. Uh, Dak Prescott is playing really good, but I think they lose to the Lions this week, of course. Uh, <laughs> um, in Detroit. That's not an easy game by any stretch. No, no, not at all. The um, three and five and one Lions are, are really tough at home. Yeah, so the, the Seahawks are the five seed. Right now, the Cowboys would host the Seahawks. Um, This would be a rematch of last year's playoff where the Cowboys uh, beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks, eight and two, they have a very good path to win that division, especially if they because they play the 49ers again. I want I want to see the Seahawks schedule really quick. I'm going to pull this up. But uh, man, the C- the Seahawks—they just always seem to pull out these games, don't they? These close ones. It's frustrating. I mean, Russell Wilson is just something else. I mean, the way he the, is. I he mean, is. when it comes down to it, when when he needs a couple yards to get, it just turns into backyard football, and he gets it done. So the Seahawks' remaining schedule—they are uh, on a bye this week, and then they play at Philadelphia. That's a tough game. They play. They host the Vikings. That's a tough game. They go to L.A. for the Rams. That's tough. That's a tough one, especially because the Rams should have beat them this year. They missed a 40-yard field goal to win that game in Seattle. Then they play at Carolina Panthers. That's <laughs> tough. They host the Cardinals. They should win that one. And then they host the 49ers. They could easily lose those five, five of those last six. Yeah, but I mean, I almost, I almost feel that like that plays into their, into their, uh, the wheelhouse because That's he true. just plays better against better teams. That's true. And that Eagles secondary, <laughs> when they go to Philadelphia, Eagles secondary is terrible. Russell Wilson thrives on throwing the deep ball, especially DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Lockett had that contusion. Uh, they're saying that uh, even though it's pretty, it was a pretty gruesome injury. Um, you know, after this bye week, he should be ready to go. So. That'll be interesting. He's one tough son of a bitch. That I mean, Lockett, the yeah. little dude out of K State. Lockett and Russell Wilson, man, what a what a duo, what a duo. Uh, the great for fantasy too. Lockett's just been crushing it. 
And then the six seed, the Vikings at seven and three. So the Vikings seven and three are the six seed right now. Behind them is the Rams at five and four, the Eagles at five and four, the Panthers at five and four, the Bears at four and five, and just barely hanging on by a thread with two percent playoff odds. The Detroit Lions at three five and one. Hey, never say never, man. Two percent. <laughs> Um, do we see anybody catching the Vikings for that six seed? Uh, can the Rams turn it around? They are five and four. Their offense is really I don't, struggling. I don't Their offense so. line is terrible. I, I don't, I don't think it'll be the Rams that catches them. Um, I mean, they're, yeah, their offense, their offensive line. Well, that who? Is, the Bears? No, dude. I, I, I have Panthers? zero faith in the Bears. Honestly, I think, I think, uh, if there's any team that might catch them, it's probably the Eagles. Really? All right. So let's let's. I'm gonna pull up the Eagles' uh, schedule right here. All right. So they are playing the Patriots this week. Yeah, in Philadelphia. Throttled. I don't. Uh, the The Lions really close. It's like three points, three and a half points. So I do. Let's assume that the Patriots win that game. I think the Patriots also have a revenge factor going on there from the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. I don't think Brady and Belichick have gotten over that. They're ready to go. Belichick and just kind of seems a like a guy that will hold a yes. grudge until it's nullified. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and the Patriots are coming. Uh, the Patriots and Eagles are coming off a bye, so give Bel- Belichick two weeks to put game plan. There's some crazy. Well, we've seen it. We've seen both these teams have two weeks of game plan. Uh, there, there, there's a crazy stat between uh, Belichick and you can go all the way back to like when he took the job. Uh, when he is down, or when, at the game after he loses a game, and also the game after a bye, he's like almost undefeated. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 absolutely mind blowing how how great he is. And that and when I say almost undefeated, I mean like yep, that's against the spread too. Like that's not just like that's covering as well. Um, so Bill Belichick is fourteen and five after by Tom Brady is thirteen and four. So, uh, I mean that that's really really good, and a lot of them, like you said, have been blowouts. So, um, there's a lot to look forward there. So the Eagles they host the Patriots, they host the Seahawks. They could lose that game as well, right? But. Uh, That'll be. Those are two very intriguing games. Then they go to Miami. <laughs> they, they should win that one. They host the Giants. Then they go to Washington. Then they play the Cowboys. Then they play the Giants last week of the season. That is four easy wins right there. So I would agree with that assessment. I would say uh, that's already nine wins, and all they do is maybe get one more to go to ten and six. Week sixteen, uh, December twenty second, when they face the Cowboys. I think that. I mean, honestly, the division might not really be. I mean, right now they're just tied. You know, I mean, Cowboys had the the tiebreaker. Yep. I mean, this is pretty favorable uh, schedule here. That's um, extremely favorable. The Giants twice. Yeah, I know, and I think I think it could come down. The Cowboys to that game. have already played the Giants twice. I, I think so. That's out of the. You know, they don't have as easy a game necessarily. Yeah, I think it comes down to. I think it comes down to week sixteen. Because the the Cowboys have already. Beaten the Dolphins, they beaten the Redskins, and they beaten the Giants twice. So that's those those four wins that we're giving the Eagles right now. The Cowboys already have. So I I definitely can see that. I, man, I still think one team makes out of the NFC East. The question is if the Rams or the Panthers pretty much can catch up to the Vikings. 
And the I mean, I it should be mentioned the Bears and Lions play the Vikings one more time each. And the Bears would have a tiebreaker over the Vikings if, if they beat them a second time. Dude, so, I, I won't even fill my head with that. Like, wow, man. You just got to have hope. What was? Oh, man. All right. I'm trying to give you hope, and you're, you're rejecting it, man. You're rejecting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pessimist. All right. Let's move, let's move <laughs> over to the AFC. All right. Uh, the Patriots on a bye week, but they are still the one seed, 8-1. The Ravens, just an absolute throttling of the lowly, lowly Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. Oh, and nine. Andy Dalton's not starting. Ryan. Uh, Joe Mixon had 30 carries in a game that they lost by 30 points. How does that make any sense? I mean, that's, they, that's literally just giving out. They're tr- no, yeah, they're <laughs> they're 100% trying. They took Andy Dalton out because they're like, we legitimately want zero chance of winning a game and fucking up the, the number one pick. Really quickly, who would you take right now as your number one pick if you're the Bengals? Oh, it's, Chase gonna be a, it, it's going to be a quarterback, though. I, I Then I'd trade down to number two or number three or whatever it is and, and secure Chase Young. You don't think they would take Justin Herbert to, uh, or Joe Burrow? I mean, I wouldn't. I I think Chase Young is by far the best guy on the... On the He's the best <laughs> player, but you need a quarterback to win games in the NFL yeah, more than anything else. You're more absolutely than anything right. else. You're absolutely right, but the combination of possibly getting Chase Young and then somebody like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or somebody next year, like I would take that, I mean... That's oh. assuming you're making an assumption. You well, can't. I mean, if you you're can, in the NFL, you yeah. can't assume you're going to get the one. No, 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 no. You just try it out. You try it out, Ryan Finley again, and you run the ball thirty times, even though you're losing every game. It, I mean, I think they got the formula. But no one on the coaching staff for the Bengals is going to try to intentionally lose games unless they know they have the job security, which never happens in the NFL. I mean, if I was the owner, if I was legitimately the owner, I would look at Zach Taylor and I would say, "Hey, buddy." You're going to get a chance to do it again sometime. Do me a favor. I'll throw a couple mil under your pocket. Just just lose out another 0-16. So you think Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields is better than any of the quarterbacks coming out this year? Well, it's just like uh, Herbert. I mean, I think he's a, a quality prospect. I think, I think he's, he's good. really good. I, I just like I wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, take him over Chase Young. You know, I I, I just nothing. And then two of Chase like, Young is really, really good. But when you have that many good quarterbacks to pick from as the number one team, you have you you have to take you have to take one. It, they need it, and especially with an offensive minded coach, I've I see no reason why they wouldn't. Offensive it, it seems minded. Like, the the only reason you wouldn't take Tua is because he has he's had some injuries, especially to his ankles. Well, I mean, Joe Burrow looks phenomenal, but is he like a one year wonder type guy? Justin Herbert, I could see going number one overall. I uh, yeah, I, I can one hundred percent see that. I'm just saying, if I'm the Bengals and my team is as bad as they are, guess what? One of those guys, I mean, they're like gonna be the new Jacksonville. You can get the best quarterback, the shiniest new toy, but he's just gonna suck balls. Like they they have they have no team. So what are you gonna do? Well, that's what free agency is for too. Okay, who who's choosing to go to the Bengals? You know, like I mean, it, <laughs> if you it, throw enough money their way, they'll come. Yeah, but so will other teams, and you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, if you choose one of those top quarterbacks right now on the verge of an zero and sixteen team, yeah, they might win three or four games at most next year. Man, all right, let's 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 we're, we're going to visit that <laughs> in the off season when uh, inevitably it seems like the Bengals. Um, maybe the Redskins have the number one overall pick. Both are in line to pick a quarterback, by the way. 
Um, number two seed, the Ravens, like we mentioned. The the Ravens, man, I, I can see them running the table here and getting that one seed. The Patriots look a little vulnerable at times. They're, the Patriots' offense still doesn't, like, you know, doesn't seem that threatening. It's just that defense that's so good. Yeah, I agree. And the Patriots' uh, schedule is real tough. They still got they got a yeah. They the have Chiefs. a really tough schedule. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, the Ravens they're just playing with like a they're playing with a swag that I just no other team is playing with. So the Patriots' remaining schedule, like we mentioned, at Philadelphia, home against the Cowboys, at Texans, home against the Chiefs, at the Bengals. And That'll then be it gets a great easier. One. Home against the Bills. Bills. Six points, they played them. Divisional, you never know. Then they host the Dolphins. So there are some tough games in there. Now let's look at the Ravens' schedule really quick. They play, the te- they host the Texans this week. They're at the Rams. Then they host the 49ers. Wow, that, there's going to be a lot of running in that game. Um, Ravens at the Bills. Ravens host the Jets. Then they're at the Browns. Then they host the Steelers. So, I mean, the Ravens have tough games, too. They lost to the Browns once already. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think this weekend uh, with, with Texans is going to be a really fun game that to watch. That is a fun game. That uh, is a fun game. And then, like you mentioned, uh, versus, versus the Niners, uh, I mean, that might be a, a Mark Burley outing. I mean, that might be one of the fastest mm-hmm. games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It just the, the clock just won't ever stop. Um, so the three seed right now is the Texans. So that the Ravens and Texans kind of battling for that two seed this week in a lot of ways. Uh, Texans sit at six and three, first place um, in the AFC South. Then the number four seed is the Chiefs, six and four. Uh, they are half a game right now ahead of the Raiders. The That's Raiders. crazy. Man, fun team. It would be fun to see the Raiders win that division. Uh, especially in an upset kind of way, but no one was expecting it. And we'll get we'll get to them in a moment. So the right now the a playoff matchup would be Chiefs hosting the Bills. The Bills are the five C right now, sitting at six and three. The Bills are they just a product of playing a bad schedule so far, or are they good enough to make the playoffs? Do you think that defense is? Yeah, the not de- the offense. The defense is good. Um, you know, I, like you just said, I don't. I don't I don't think they'll make it, but that that's also, you know, I mean, some of the other teams really have to step up. Because nine and seven seems like it's gonna make the playoffs in the AFC. And that's three more wins. Which is more maddening that <laughs> the NFC is so strong this year for our teams that they have a chance of making the playoffs. So the Bills ho- uh are at Miami this week. They should win that. <laughs> um although Miami playing better. I don't know. Uh the Bills then host the Broncos. They should win that. Then they're at Dallas, loss. Host the Ravens, loss. They are at the Steelers, loss. Yeah, I think that's a loss too. Then they are at the Patriots. That'll be that'll be an under loss. that'll be an under for the ages versus the Steelers. A lot. Of, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Steelers and the Broncos game, <laughs> especially in December. Uh, Bills are at the Patriots. That's a loss. Then they host the Jets. Last game of the season. I think there's so the, three there. Yeah, they, they if nine and seven nine is a formula, seven, yeah. yeah, maybe they can beat the Steelers. Maybe because the Steelers Mason Rudolph's not that good. Um, but yeah, nine and seven, that's that's gonna be close because there's a lot of teams in the hunt. The sixth seed right now is the Steelers at five and four. They just keep winning games somehow, man. Minka Fitzpatrick just 
He's never the one that makes a play, but he's always around the ball that's either tipped or fumbled. Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. I he, think he has four touchdowns since he's been with the Steelers. That's insane. It's insane. He's got three straight games with a pick. Um, you know, like, that, did you see that clip of uh, Devin Bush before the game started when they asked him how? No. They, so, so two weeks ago, I mean, basically since the trade, I mean, they're, the Steel Curtain defense has just been crazy, awesome. Uh, but they had a really, really good game two weeks ago in which I believe Minka had like a 95-yard interception off Brissett. And then uh, they asked Devin Bush, the, somebody got in his face, he's like, hey, you know, like, uh, what's your prediction for your Steelers defense? And he said, you know, something along the tune of, like, we'll have four sacks, uh, two picks, and a touchdown or something like that. And it was absolutely perfect what he said. Really? That's exactly what they did. Damn. That's crazy. That's that's phenomenal. That's crazy. I love it. I mean, that's just nothing but confidence. And that's coming out of a rookie. You know, a rookie, I think it was like the 10th overall pick, something around there. Uh, they traded up for him. Yep. They traded up from like the 20-something pick. and. No, you're right. Um, yep, 10th pick. That's crazy. Uh, I really wanted him for the Lions, and we could really use him right now. The line, the Lions linebacking core, not so great. Uh, we could really use a linebacker like Devin Bush, but man, he fits perfectly in that Steelers type system. T.J. Watt having an amazing year too. Bud Dupree, both Bud of Dupree, those guys, yeah. both those guys off the edge. They're they're just absolute disruptors. You got Cam Hayward. You know, I mean, that defense is just there's just a lot of leadership there. T.J. Watt's another what if for me uh, on the Lions because we drafted Frank Ragnow right in front of him. That year. Dude, who doesn't love a center with a torn ACL in, in, in college? I, I think you guys picked the right guy. Well, I mean, he has been playing great. He's very He's easily good. our best lineman, but it just, I would really like to see what TJ Watt could have done for us. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so, right behind him, we mentioned the Raiders. The Raiders. Five and four as well. They have a W coming this week versus Cincy, hopefully. Yeah, man, the Raiders' big win uh, against the Chargers. The Raiders had their – they flew all over the country. We mentioned the last episode. They were literally – or the globe, rather, because they were in London, then the East Coast and the West Coast and the East Coast. Like, it, they're a month and a half away from playing a home game. Now they have three straight. Um, I think they might be the team that slips in and maybe, and you know uh, – Maybe makes it a ten and six team instead of the Bills at nine and seven. Uh, I mean, their schedule isn't really too tough. Yeah, so they play the Bengals this week. That's a win. They are at the Jets. That's a win. So that's seven and four. Man, <laughs> they are at the Chiefs December first. That could be uh, maybe for the division. Let's just call that a loss, though. Let's, yeah, we'll like, say it a loss. Yeah, hosting the Titans. I think they. I, I think, think they win that game. The Titans traveling across the country to go play. Yeah, um, they host the Jaguars. I think that's another one. I mean, like, I mean, they could easily uh, of the of it's the nine n- and five. We oh. have them at. They play the Chargers in L.A., which is like a home game for them. I, they already beat them once, but uh, regardless, then they play the Broncos in Denver last week of the season. All they have to do is win one of those last two games, and that's ten wins. I could definitely see ten wins, which is insane for this Raiders. Team. Absolutely, and and it and it kills me because that only that only hurts the Bears because uh, that's a, that's that's our we're just watching our second round pick just get further and further mm. and further and further away. I forgot they had that. Which I which I'm only saying that because I think that we and they might, don't have a first round, right? 
No, we don't have a first round. We have two. We have two second ones. Uh, thank God we're we're in control of our own destiny here uh, with at least one of our picks. <laughs> but uh, you know, the reason why I say it is I I I think we'll strongly consider uh, taking a look at Jalen Hurts, and I think he'll go in the second round. So not you that deserve I, you deserve Jalen Hurts. Not that I think that he's the guy to get. But I think no. we will strongly consider looking at him since he'll be in the second, and we'll see. Jalen Hurts is not going to be an NFL quarterback. I think he's got a lot of Dak Prescott in him. Oh boy! And oh boy. I'm I am a, I am well I am also on the record of saying I don't really think Dak Prescott's any good. You just take him away from that beautiful O line, and I think Dak Pres he's he's pretty good, man. He's pretty good. I mean he he's got he's got possibly the best offensive line and then also possibly the best running back. I'm sorry. Ryan Finley would be really fucking good in that <laughs> offense. All right. I think you're you're gonna I'm getting a little a little, uh, a little there. exaggerated there, but I mean come on. I mean y- you cannot tell me that he's I don't think he's a top seven or eight quarterback. I'll say that in the league. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh the, so the A seed, the Colts Right now, sitting at five and four, they do not look good, especially with Brian Hoyer. But even with Jacoby Brissett, they still look highly questionable. Their defense is questionable, um, but the offense, especially, is the most questionable. Man, if they if they had Andrew Luck, this would be a wildly different team. They'd be contending for that one seed, but they're the two seed. Um, without him, it's just not quite there. They really need T. Y. Hilton too. T. Y. Hilton's been out for a while. Huge game changer for that team. Huge. Their record with him on and off the field is ridiculous. I don't, I don't have the stats with me right now, unfortunately, but I know it's a big discrepancy um, with when T.O.A. Hilton plays and when he doesn't. So they re- really need him healthy, and I need him he's healthy be for out my for fantasy another, team. Same. <laughs> he's he's going to be out for another two weeks probably. Yep. Uh, so the Colts, man, uh, they just lost to the Dolphins at home. Honestly, that for, does not look good for their playoffs. The, these next, these next teams, I, there's. Abs, I'm just gonna say right now, it's, it's the wild card. The it, wild yeah. card is really just the Raiders, the Bills, and the Texans. That's or not the Texans, the Steelers. So I mean, those. There's no way the Colts. There's no way the Titans. There's no, no way the so, Jags. Like, wait, I disagree. The Titans five and five. Jaguars four and five. Chargers four and six. Broncos three and six. The Browns. Three and six. The Browns play the Steelers on Thursday night. The Browns they, are three and six. The Browns. Oh, you think they're going to they rattle go, off like seven wins? The Browns have enough talent to go <laughs> nine and seven. I think the rest to finish nine and seven. But they are their own worst enemy. They're awful in eleven personnel, and that's all they can do because that's all that they can justify with having those million dollar wide receivers out there. I mean, they're. I mean, their scheme I, is just brutal. I Freddie know. Kitchens is. I know, man. A lot of things. Don't change, but I'm just telling you, I could see the Browns making a late run here. They they host the Steelers this week on Thursday Night Football. I think that could be... It, go, being 4-6, and six, being a game behind the Steelers and the Raiders, possibly. And the, the Colts, you know the Colts are going to lose multiple games. Titans and Jaguars. Uh, there, there's We just said 9-7, we think, makes a playoffs for one of these teams. I think... The Browns could be that in the second half just because of the amount of talent they have on defense and on offense. The only thing is the worrisome is the offensive line going against like that Steelers pass rush that we just talked about. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm a little less optim- optimistic about the Browns' future. I think uh, I I'll, I'll say this: Would they go? Did they go on sixteen last year? No. Browns? No, no, no. They but they were last in the division, right? Or am I having a brain fart? Regardless, this year I think you know three, four more wins. We'll call it a positive step in the right direction. Yeah, because the Browns finished like seven and nine. And it was like, well, well, like that's why they're everybody at radar this year. They picked up OBJ after turning it around that second half of the season last year. Um, but yeah, things are obviously not working out. So they host the Steelers this week. So check this: they host the Steelers this week. They then play the Dolphins at home. Then they go to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh very beatable both those games. All right, they play the Bengals. At home. Then they play Arizona. Then they play the Ravens. Then they play the Bengals in Cincinnati. You're telling me they can't beat well, the not, Steelers not twice, the, the schedule- Dolphins, and the Cardinals, and the Bengals twice. All right. Well, one, that to can, answer that's your a, question that's about... That's around a 9-7. and seven. Well, right. But, I I mean, I think they definitely have a favorable s- schedule. They have the Bengals twice. They have the Dolphins. That's three wins right there. Uh, I do not think there's a shot in hell that they beat the Steelers twice. I don't know, man. The backup uh, quarterback for the Steelers, uh, I, I, you just don't know. No, no, I know. I, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's not uh, it's not set in stone. I mean, there's I'm just a saying, lot of things don't that count can happen. Out the Browns and they can make a run here, especially with that type of schedule. <laughs> who do you, who do you think gets that six seed? Who's your who, what's your prediction? Honestly, I think the Steelers, Raiders, Colts, Titans, Bills. I think I think it's Steelers, Bills, Raiders. I mean, I don't think any of okay. those teams are going to drop out. I think it's those are going to be the top three teams, especially with the Raiders looking out or looking in with that schedule that they have. I uh, yeah, I agree. I think the Raiders are going to make the playoffs based on that schedule. I just think about. because of the way that this is built up right yep. now, that it's just going to be hard for any of those teams underneath the Raiders right now to have it. To have what it takes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it is just a wild, wild race in the AFC. It's gonna be jumbled up. It's a lot of fun. I also went count out the Titans. Um, because they just they are just pesky. They're gonna be around eight hundred uh five hundred, eight and eight, nine and seven possible there as well. Um because they, they just hang around with every team that they play. So um yeah, I would expect the Raiders to be the five seed. And the Bills to sneak sneaking at the sixty just because that schedule is so bad, and then you're gonna get a Texans Bills <laughs> first round matchup, and that does not sound too exciting to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the worst game of that wild card weekend possibly. Yeah, but Chiefs hosting the Raiders would be fun. That would be fun if if all these you know definitely. Up. But all right, so we we discussed. Um, the current standings in the NFL, where things lie, some of the schedules out there, a lot can happen. But now we're going to go to the the last segment, Barney uh, Barney's best bets. Barney, last week you were three and three, I was three and two. the 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 Lions again burned me. That's five weeks in a row after starting off four and one and helping me out a lot. But besides that, uh, just the one that killed you really, especially was I, I think the Saints. You and I had obviously on that. The Saints just really put up a bad game. The Saints, yeah, the Saints and the Chiefs, they just laid eggs out there. Uh, but I mean, that's what that's that's the NFL upsets, man. But you're still more than up on the season, uh, and you're ready to, you know, 
five and zero this week. So let's let's hear it, man. What is Barney's best bets for this week? Yeah, so I'm gonna balance this one out. I think this is one of my first ones. I'm gonna go Thursday night, three Sundays, and yep. Monday night. So I'm gonna I'm gonna you know have a little nice, fun pack weekend nice. for everybody. Really extending it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and just to kind of piggyback off what we just debated, uh, my first game, I'm gonna go Steelers plus two and a half at Cleveland. Oh, uh, boy. The men of steel are doing their best Clark Kent impersonation on defense week in and week out. They have two game disruptors in Bud Dupree and TJ Watt that will be facing a subpar offensive line. Uh, Throw in the fact that Mika Fitzpatrick uh, has a pick in his last three games and leads a ferocious secondary against Baker Mayfield, who can't seem to stop throwing the offensive team or the other team the ball. I just think uh, not only will the Steelers cover, but they'll win straight up. Um, The only thing that's been progressive about Baker lately has been his commercials. <laughs> Tom, I'm bummed. Yeah, right? Tomlin like is it. nine and one in his last 10 as a dog. And I expect him to tally another W. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, nine touchdowns, 12 picks on the year. He's second in the league in interceptions behind only our buddy. Jameis Jamie, <laughs> you just knew he was going to pass. And even off. if the Browns get down to the two yard line, there is no guarantee they're going to score. Brutal. Six plays from the two yard line or more, and they could not score in that game. They somehow still beat Buffalo. Um, but, but yeah, but yeah, not that, good. that was another game. It was just like the Bears. It was a very unimpressive victory. Uh, but anyway, uh, the next game here uh, to start off Sunday. I'm going to go New England minus three and a half at Philly. We discussed it. Philadelphia is still celebrating Super Bowl 52. Belichick and Brady, they'll come to the link and they'll put an ass beaten down on these Eagles. Uh, there'll be no Philly special to save them this time. After a rare straight up loss in the regular season and coming off a bye, history shows that the Pats will take care of business here. Uh, they're 5 and 1 straight up against the spread in their last six games following a bye. Uh, the banged up birds secondary uh, is, you know, the, the the unit that I think will have its most most of their hands full uh, this game versus Tom Brady, uh, leaving the most delusional fan base in the bleachers yelling, "Why Eagles? Why?" Oh boy, um, yeah, man, yeah, I know. I think Philadelphia uh, does not match up well with that Patriots defense. That's just an ugly, uh, ugly secondary. I, I mean, it is really ugly. It is really ugly. I'll give you that. I, I think they'll contain them there, especially at three and a half points. And the fact that the, you know, they, they I mean, Belichick and Brady hate Philly. Yes, they do. That's for, a, a revenge game for sure. It, they don't care what they want to run up badly. Yeah, exactly. This is like, uh, oh, oh, uh, Ohio state versus Maryland. They're going to put 79 <laughs> points up. No, just kidding. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, because of the Maryland running back coach was the one that snitched on chase young. Mm. Uh, anyway. And, uh, just a funny thing, Ohio State's playing Rutgers this week. They're 53-point favorites, which is the <laughs> – that line closed at 53. That would be the biggest spread since 1985, I believe. And the over-under is 56, so they're not even accounting for Rutgers scoring in that game. Wow. It's literally the best team in the country playing the worst team. But go on. So you have two road teams so far you've picked. Yes. Um, and now I'll switch it up here. Uh, Oakland minus 10.5. Versus Cincy. 
Um, this is the second largest point spread this week, and as much as I hate to see Oakland win another game, it's just a reality, and I'm going to have to accept it. The endangered Bengals are one loss away from their worst start in NFL history, and there is no reason to think they'll put on the upset. The Bengals' rush defense is atrocious, and they will have quite the task as a sensational rookie running back Josh Jacobs runs behind a bruising line that reminds me of the movie The Replacements, uh, with rookie Ryan Finley trying out for his second start of his career. Oakland's non-existent pass rush or pass defense should be capable of putting a lid on these Tigers that definitely haven't earned their stripes. Are they going to dance to I Will Survive in jail? <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, build that camaraderie as a team. That movie's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> or a Samoan uh, guard. Oh, my God. I mean, that... Shane Falco, man. Shane that, Falco, that's who the baby. Bengals need. That's yeah. who the Bengals need. Fuck Justin Herbert. The Bengals need Shane, Fal- Shane Falco. Keanu Reeves. Uh, the next game. The next game. Chicago, L.A. Oh, boy. Under at 41. Oh, under. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, this pains me. They could fill up the NFL Network TV schedule. Actually, th- this is at 40 now, by the way. 40. Yeah. Dude, why do you got to keep doing that to me? <laughs> I'm right. just trying to keep I'll, our listeners I'll, to the most up to date, man. True, true, true. I'll, all right. Uh, I'll go with, uh, I'll still take the under. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll explain further. Uh, they could fill up the NFL Network TV schedule with discussions about what is wrong with both of these teams, both divisional winners last year, Rams, Super Bowl, uh, in the Super Bowl last year. But to me, it's fairly simple. They stink. Uh, in this matchup, I don't think either offense will find their groove as the Bears demonstrated that versus a much better Rams offense last year. Both offensive lines are about as attractive as Beetlejuice, and whether it's Khalil Mack in the gang or Aaron Donald, both defenses should have little trouble bullying the opposite offense. Uh, here you got Aaron Donald matching up against third-string guard uh Rashad Coward I mean it, it, it I don't see I I I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game to be honest uh What's but on Sunday night what else you got going on No I know I'm going to watch it because I'm a <laughs> slave to the game but I mean it, it, I'm not going to oh. be happy I know Trubisky's going to get mollywopped but uh these offensive matchups are so bad I would consider taking the under in a game that featured a line at 10 Mm and yeah, it should be noted the Steelers' good defense, uh, you know, beat the Rams last weekend, seventeen to twelve. Could be a very similar type game this week. I I think so. Um, I mean, the Rams' offensive line is awful. You know, the Steelers controlled them. Yes. Uh, not that the Bears' rushing defense is great, but I think we'll you know keep them under twenty. You All know, right. and, and definitely I don't think the Bears score twenty. But uh, right. the last game here. We're going to go Monday Night Football. Kansas City, minus four at the Chargers. In Mexico City. In Mexico City. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, Arriba. After last year's Mexico City matchup got canceled, uh, our southern amigos will get their (laughs) chance to see 
Patrick Mahomes up close. Last year's game got canceled uh, because of the conditions of the field. Yeah, were well, awful. It was and, like a Shakira concert or something that ruined the field. Was it really? Yeah. That's I kind of respect it. <laughs> uh, but uh, though I cannot trust a Kansas City defense after letting the Titans run all over them last week, I trust that their offense will do enough to put this one out of reach. Uh, with the Raiders closing in on the division, I think a big game is in store for the Arrowhead faithful. Rivers may lead the league in passing yards, but he really isn't that elusive as he once was uh, as the Chiefs will get back Chris Jones and Frank Clark back from uh, this Monday night matchup. Look for Andy Reid to offer up a practice squad member as a sacrifice because in Mexico City, I'm going with the cousin of the Aztecs. Is that even, can I even say that to be honest? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's that one Mel Gibson movie? Uh, uh, oh, Apocalypto? Yeah, Apocalypto. What? I don't know where I'm drawing the, the comparison Me here. Either, man. But, but hopefully the Chiefs zigzag a little bit because uh-huh. Apocalypto, he kind of just ran straight and the arrowhead run right through him. But, uh, you All know, right. I'm, I'm taking the Kansas City minus four at the Chargers. All right, man. All right. So. I am going to go opposite with you on Thursday night. I think Cleveland at minus two and a half at home. I think they win by three. I think the fact that if that line goes to three, I will not take it. But at two and a half, I'm going to take it. I really like it. All right. Well, let me stop you there then. Uh, last week, the both of you uh, owe me a six pack. Yep, that's right. Do you want to try to get your six pack here? I do. I do. Make it a 12er? I do. I really do. All right. Because uh, White Claw comes in 12x, right? White Claw does come, <laughs> and there ain't no loss. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. Um, So I, yes, Cleveland, minus two and a half. All right. <laughs> um, I really like Jacksonville on the road as well at the Colts. I think that Colts team is not playing good, regardless if Jacoby Brissett starts or not. I like that one a lot. And 61% of the money right now is on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I really like Denver. Plus ten and a half on the road at Minnesota. I think that line is just too big. That line is too big. Only twenty nine percent of the money right now is on Minnesota as well. So the the sharps are also thinking the same thing as well. I really like Baltimore at home against the Texans. I just don't think the the Texans have the defense to stop the uh, Baltimore offense. And I think Baltimore is really rolling right now. Especially this game is at home. I really like Baltimore in that matchup as minus four and a half favorites. That is four games, right? So I need one more. I am going to go with the charging or the 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 flaunt. No, I don't know what whatever you want to call the Dolphins, what they're doing right now. Plus six at home against the Buffalo Bills. I just think they're playing really good right now. Buffalo struggles when they go on the road. And the Dolphins, they, they're figuring some things out. They've already played Buffalo one time as well. And it was a close matchup. It was really close in Buffalo. Buffalo only covered because they returned an onside kick, which happens like once every two years. So I really like Miami at plus six. So wow. That is my last one. I, I respect that. I like that you're going after that. <laughs> All right. So those, uh, those are Barney's best bets. Uh, Barney, thank you very much for coming on. Hopefully you've recovered from your past weekend here. I don't. The Bears did the Bears winning at least uh, perk you up a little bit on Sunday afternoon. 
You know, I did I did enjoy this one a little yeah, bit more than did. the others. I bet you did, man. <laughs> I, 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 I'm kind of shocked, or maybe I'm not. I don't know. I, I, that Red Dog isn't around to uh, <laughs> face the music, but uh, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Well, all right. We, I'm still excited for the Lions' uh, miracle playoff run here. It's still possible. Hey, just like the Browns. I mean, you guys, <laughs> you guys are both uh, three wins right now. What's to say you guys yeah, can't yeah. get there? Hey, I agree, man. Ten, <laughs> ten, five, and one doesn't sound too bad. All right. Well, we're, that's gonna wrap it up here for this episode. We appreciate everybody for coming on. Thank you, Barney, for coming on. Uh, if you like what you're here, if you like what you heard, please go to iTunes and subscribe. Please leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast. Instagram at Big Z Podcast. Twitter at Big Z Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a great weekend, and happy Bunny. Bear down. I'm the man.